Hello, and thank you for joining us at Artificial Ghost Radio, a program made possible by the lovely patrons supporting Mushroom Station. Really cool people with really cool names. People like Candelabra Geist, Bramble Lightgarden, and Cyberlady Z. Thank you, the three of you, thank you to all of our patrons, and thank you to all of our listeners for continuing to support the show. We hope you enjoy the episode. <laughs> you're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work, but if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, everyone, to Artificial Ghost Radio, and the only intro I can think of is is true, but kind of dark. Um, I didn't used to like myself, but now I do, and my name is Jupiter Morningstar. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Uh, I, I've gone through a lot of evolution as a human being. Yeah, now, well, that's great. And, very, and yeah. I definitely used to hate myself, and then I... I don't, I didn't anymore. And now the jury's out. Um, <laughs> and my name is Joseph Lingua. <laughs> well, I like you a lot. I don't hate and myself. I, oh, I, I'm just going, I'm just going have. through a rough time, y'all. That's all. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I love myself. Real. I really, you know, okay. Thank you for the concern. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it, but I'm actually, uh-huh. I'm good. Actually, actually, everything's great. Um... <laughs> So let's do our podcast. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. Artificial Ghost Radio, and it is the world's best music podcast, music exploration podcast. Well, music exploration podcast that is haunted, to be yes. clear. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, I don't want to mislead anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly important. <laughs> it's incredibly important, to be honest. I just, I have a, I have a, a tub full of mini muffins next to me mm. and i just bumped it it's, um because <laughs> thank you for the yeah. honesty jupiter <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it's just important to be to be to be real <laughs> to be honest with with myself and everybody else here um wow we are back after an extended break um January got fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Can can we be real? January was nuts. Yeah. Is anybody else? Is anybody else feeling the fact that January sucked? Yeah. Like, what was up? What happened? Is anyone else still ill after weeks? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh my gosh! Yeah, because I I really feel like December was like it was stressful because of the holiday, but it was like. You know, th- things felt like they were on an uptick, and yeah. then January happened, and it was just like it all came crashing down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What?" But that's okay. What? You know, 
Everybody gets one. 2023, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone gets and one. And I'll tell you what. Today um, today and yesterday, February 1st and 2nd, um, have been sunny. Very sunny, clear yeah. blue skies in, in Michigan for the first time probably since December, uh, if not mm-hmm. earlier than that. And uh, it's been yeah. nice. It's been nice. Good, so. good, good. Um, yeah, we're... we're Finally starting to see some sun here in Oregon as well, um, which normally, I, I feel like historically I've just been like, no sun, yeah, die, but <laughs> now I'm like, you know what, all weather is beautiful. <laughs> and and after missing, I like, legit, I was like on my way to work today and I was like, I think I forgot what the, what the sky looks like. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad to have that. To have that little bit of variety. Um, yes, spring spring is on its way. It's not quite here yet, but it's on its way. <laughs> I feel like all the isn't spring supposed to start in April? Yeah, yeah. No. I feel like all the seasons have like moved up. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree. Because it didn't really. Yeah, yeah. but. Anyway, that's enough talking about the weather. Um, <laughs> what oh what do we do here, Jupiter? <laughs> uh, this, uh, it, well, this, well, this is a podcast. If this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, uh, that's sick. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a, uh, a, a podcast about... Uh, exploring the deepest cuts in music by way of uh, <laughs> extremely, extremely obscure nonsense themes submitted by our patrons. And this episode was suggested by uh, our our longtime uh, community member, Sienis, uh, who uh, is, uh, suggested the theme, uh, Songs That You Didn't Like. Uh, in the, it, I forget the exact wording, but it's like songs that you used to not like, but now you do. Right. And Which is a, I gave, kind of been an ongoing theme for this show, um, because a I, little bit. I yeah. know a lot of music like that, which was baffling mm-hmm. to Jupiter at first. <laughs> if you don't like a song, why <laughs> listen to it again? But um, well, yeah, you know, I I said that, but honestly, um, I I I do do that a lot. Too. Although I don't know, we'll 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 sort of see. It's important to reevaluate the the opinions that you yeah. used to hold. Yeah, because like I, there are so many songs that I could have brought for this. We've talked a lot about like the um the 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 Caravan Palace album mm-hmm. and how I didn't used to like that. Now I do. Um, there was a a very large stint of time where I, despite in my heart of hearts really liking and loving Linkin Park, uh, convincing myself that I didn't, uh-huh. uh, because because like the the I on the internet when I was growing up, the collective opinion was that uh, Linkin Park was cringe. Yeah, you're uh, you're a fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now I admit that Linkin Park is one of my top three favorite bands of all time. Yeah, Hybrid Theory is a great album. Wonderful album. It's such a good album. Honestly, Linkin Park's entire discography is like, at minimum, supremely listenable. Yeah. And 
at its peak is genuinely transformative. Yeah. So like, you know, like no mistakes here. Lincoln Park is fantastic, but um it would feel kind of disingenuous. And I guess I'm going to transition into into my song here. Um because in I didn't used to hate Lincoln Park. I was told that I should and gave in. Yeah. That's that's not real that's not coming from a genuine place of, of I mean that's emotion. fair. I mean that's kind of the same cuz that's kind of the same route that I took and I'll get into it mm-hmm. later, but I feel like as with so many things, especially in terms of art, people experiencing it for the most part do not hate anything. Like at worst they'll have a distaste for a certain kind of music or a certain kind of painting uh-huh. or whatever. They'll say, oh, yeah. that's not my favorite. I would prefer something else. You only learn to have, like, truly vitriolic responses to certain kinds of art because other people told you that's what's right, you know? I, I also, I, I think there is some truth to the notion, because that's actually a really excellent point, that, like... Most people's responses to art that they don't like is just like, you know, you just you just turn it off or right. you go to the next thing. Right. Like you you, you don't really think about it because like why? But the only two reasons that I can think of to genuinely hate something is either that it's performative for content mm-hmm. or it is. Uh, for politically motivated reasons. Right, right. And like that's, again, and that's not to say that there isn't bad art and that there isn't like uh, art can be bad and I do mean that morally. Um, Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. um, But like Absolutely. For the most part but that's not the kind of art that I would hate and then eventually grow to love. Like, No, absolutely not. (laughs) So like if it's something that I hated before, it's because I was foolish for doing so. And that's what I think this Mm -hmm, episode mm -hmm. is about is kind of kind of challenging those previously held notions that came from, you know, witnessing a a comment board or whatever, you know, a critic of some sort trying to earn clout by taking down something else. Right, liter- it's the Anthony Fantano effect. Exactly. Of like, of like the- <laughs> yeah, literally. You know what? I don't need to clarify more than that. Um, but literally, okay, so, um, but I I have a, um, for this theme, I have a really interesting opportunity because uh, while I now, as a, uh, as a content creator in general, I tend to really prefer to like I want to talk about things that I like yeah. rather than things that I don't. Yeah. Um I I have learned the hard way that uh talking about things that you don't like um is both not fun for you and just not is not really fun to talk about. Yeah. Um so like yeah, I I don't know. So, but that isn't how I always used to operate. And, you know, during the uh, beginning of the show, for honestly, like, a good four years or so, I was totally willing to just bring things onto shit on them mm-hmm. um, and, and crafted themes around that notion, um, which is not something I do anymore. Um, you know, especially since our patrons are the, you know, ones who, who select the themes. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, 
But yeah, so I have a very unique opportunity to look back at a song that I have already brought to the show. Oh, that's really cool. And bring it back. That's awesome. So the song that I have brought today is a song that I was wrong about when I first talked about it. Cool. And that song was Passing Me By by The Far Side. All right. Are you familiar with the song? I'm not. I'm not. So I originally brought this song for a theme that I crafted uh, that really annoyed the hell out of Miles, uh, which was, I believe it was like songs made by exactly four pathetic men. Okay. Uh, which I will say is <laughs> a mean thing to say about the far side. <laughs> Um, that's completely unfair to them. Uh, the far side, uh, they have broken up by now, but they, uh, were a, um, 90s hip hop act with, um, a bit of a comedy tinge to them in a lot of songs. Uh, not every song, uh, a lot of their songs are, are more genuine, but I feel like the, the four of them really have more of a comedy bend to them. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing about them is that they have, like, r- really good production on their songs, uh, even this one. And uh, the reason why I've continued to think about the song is despite not liking it for its lyrical content at the time, uh, I kept it in my saved songs because it's just groovy and yeah. fun. Uh, so I have had a lot of time to reconsider this song and, uh, the fact that I was wrong and incorrect uh, about it (laughs) at, at its, uh, during that original episode. So, uh, without further ado, I think it is time to give the song a little listen. that song that song is right up my alley um i mean i guess an alley of mine <laughs> um i was as soon as it came on i was like oh yeah i've heard this song for sure and mm-hmm. i spent a good portion of that song researching where i would have known this from because i was certain it's from a video game my first thought was from a tony hawk game or maybe a burnout sure. game and yeah. all i could find was I mean this song was listed in some games that I'd never played and sure, there was a yeah. Reddit post where somebody had the same problem as me trying to figure out what game it was but no conclusive answer so I don't know how this song is so ingrained into my brain but I've, I've got <laughs> no idea where it came from but it's well, it's a good track and like mm-hmm. it's it's a groove and um 
I I don't know. I don't know a whole lot of what to say about it other than like it is it's that 90s like hip hop sound. And that is a sound that I very much enjoy. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like where you've heard it from could be anywhere because like this was and is a very popular song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. Yeah, I mean, I could have um, heard it in like yeah. fucking H and M or whatever. Like, who for knows? sure, for sure. Um, yeah, and like you know, I I feel like the far side, you know, of '90s hip hop groups is, um, like it's a it's a band that I feel like, um, and I'm probably totally wrong on this, but it feels like a band that not many people know the name of, but almost everybody knows at least one of their songs. Right. That's how I feel about Cake. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I was incorrect about this song. Something that I, something very obvious that I somehow missed at the time. This, this is a joke song. It's a parody. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's satirizing. I, at the time I was like, because again, this was a song by four pathetic men. That's the joke. Right. <laughs> like, hey, reaching back in the past at previous Jupiter. Hey, you. That's the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> it's the literal joke. I think I, I even at some point said like, like, oh, even if it's a joke, uh, people will take it seriously. Um, and like, so what? Like, like, so what? Like. Oh, is it is it Rage Against the Machine's fault that people use killing in the name of and don't recognize like right wingers use that song even though it's yeah. distinctly <laughs> about killing them? Yeah. Um uh so like is it is it Rage Against the Machine's fault? No, it is not. Is it the far side's fault that people might take this incredibly like obvious parody song about pathetic men seriously no it is not it does not detract from the song at all so um this song uh gives four different perspectives from four different characters uh of different types of pathetic men it's the kind of dude who all he does is tell stories about like like how like oh that bitch she didn't i don't know <laughs> yeah she she didn't suck my dick you know or yeah. whatever or notice um, i existed right literally and... um yeah and it's like the the stories are like of a dude st- like still pining after a a uh, completely unattainable childhood crush right. of of him being like ten and and creeping on his teacher. the The next one is uh, about uh, a a guy who is clearly in love with his friend, and his friend just does not register because, like, why would she? Yeah. Um, and how he's just not giving up on that. Uh, the fourth story is about a uh, oh gosh what is it oh right it's like literally okay so Amani is like uh hey I was was chasing after this girl she already was dating somebody um 
and then she she dipped because he was being a uh, a creep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fourth one is, or, or, or in their words, he was a Rudy toot, a didn't come poop. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and uh, then the uh, fourth one is uh a, about a dude. Uh, being extremely creepy by not even having the confidence to physically talk to the woman that mm-hmm. he is in love with, and instead sending a incredibly creepy letter uh, saying like, uh, oh gosh, uh, my dear, my dear, my dear, you do not know me, but I know you very well. Now let me tell you about the feelings I have for you. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, like literally, this is a song dissing simps yes and that's it like it's it's literally like like anyone who like genuinely is like oh these lyrics about me is like yeah (laughs) it's i mean it's the same it's the same old story it's and god it's, it's starting to get a little tired isn't it it's the people who uh, think that the characters in Fight Club are, you know, some sort right, of ideal literally. to live up to. They're the, it's yeah. the Joker effect, you know? The jo- yes, absolutely. And, like, you know, like, I, I don't... Inherently in my body, I don't want to... I don't want to entirely make fun of these people. Like, yes, it's bad behavior, but also, like... The system of toxic uh, masculinity and the way that young men are, like, groomed in a particular way. There's, like, a grooming mm-hmm. pipeline that, like, leads them down these paths because, right. like, that's what masculinity is, quote-unquote, supposed to be. Like, in a way, it's not these dudes' fault, but also, like, come on, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. No. Like, can, can we... Can we be on the same page here? And like, you know, I, I think it, that like a lot of this behavior, yes. I'm not going to pretend I've never had feelings like the ones that are made fun of in this song oh, when sure. I was yeah. in middle school, mm-hmm. when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like the the point is that this kind of misunderstanding comes from a place of isolation. And I was lucky enough to fall into a good group of friends and yes you know yeah grow into an adult that was able to make connections but not everyone has that chance <laughs> like not everyone gets that lucky and yeah and and i also want to highlight too that like you know it's um uh i genuinely a hundred percent in my heart and heart of hearts uh believe and in in some ways i think no that neurodivergence is extremely common and people just don't oh yeah know and recognize it yeah um and something that is extremely true about um i think especially autism but um but also just like other neurodivergencies in general is that because any sort of like weird behavior is demonized in general in our society, at least in, you know, American society, you know, if you are a autistic man growing up in America, you are likely to, to feel, like, alienated by the world because any sort of, like, weird behavior, quote-unquote, or, like, misunderstanding you have about communication or whatever um, 
people paint you as the victim or, or sorry, yeah. the, the villain, the villain. The villain yeah. Um, and uh, so like it is extremely and, and like, like I fell into this too. Like, you know, like not only, you know, with my neurodivergence, but also being queer, um, but also my bipolar disorder and like everything. Um, and like, so I isolated and I just like existed exclusively on the internet. And like humans are social creatures. So we gra- we naturally want to like create social bonds, even like, like no matter what. Um, so like these dudes falling into these alt-right circles are genuinely often like just falling in with the only people who accept quote unquote accept them. But the only reason why they like the alt-right people accept them is uh, because they just are looking for any warm bodies, right? Uh, for their cause, um, it's a it's a very like it's acceptance through hate, <laughs> if that makes yep. any sense. Um, and so, like these these communities are often formed by like neurodivergent men um, who were like, and you know, like neurotypical men as well. Of course, like these things are not like exclusive, but like. The way that neurodivergent men are are already like sectioned off from society, neurodivergent people in general are sectioned off from society. Um, right, it, it's makes just a higher it, risk factor. Yeah, it's it's a higher risk factor, especially like if you don't have the experience and and um like social training that like would be genuinely like helpful um mm. to recognize those like sort of social problems. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so like that is why I there is a there's a part of me in my core that does not want to make fun of these men. Um, but but very much it's like, hey, I recognize all of this stuff, but also please but also come on. Yeah. Please no, please be I, better. <laughs> when I when I mention that, when I mention like the, the Joker effect, I I don't think of uh, the people I mean, that's not fair. There, there. Are, it's, it's all. It's fun to have a Joker meme, you know. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's fun to, to poke fun at the ideas at least. But the individuals who like eat this shit up that don't see the, the, the fact that it's satire. The, the people that look at the Dark Knight and they think, oh, the Joker's right. They're they're gonna blow each other up to save their own skin. Everyone's animals at the end of the day, and then don't watch the last ten minutes of the movie where neither <laughs> of the boats explodes. Like, yeah, it's uh, I, I, I it's frustrating, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not like oh well you're just a bad person because you don't get it. It's like no, right. it's it's more like you're a bad person because you don't get it. <laughs> like, and once you get it. <laughs> yeah. Like there, there is, in my opinion, I genuinely like to believe that there are no irredeemable human beings, except for billionaires, <laughs> except, except for billionaires in the landlord class, <laughs> like the, the owning, cl- cause, it, cause genuinely, like, if you think about it, like, the average like shitty like toxic masculine or even like alt-right dude who fell into these like terrible circles there's still like working class individuals who like are 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 often like fucking dirt poor you know whatever mm-hmm. and like 
they fell into that shit um, through poor circumstance. Um, and just because, like, our society, like, the the nature, it's um, it's not, uh, or it's, it's nurture rather than nature, I think, is the right yeah. way to put that. Um, that, like, the environmental factors that surround these people leads them on these paths and the environmental factors um that like i and people like me have experienced that led us towards like becoming you know communists Mm -hmm. um is you know like those led us on on that path um there is there is nothing innate about any any individual that leads them to becoming an a, an evil person, right? Um, but that that doesn't mean that it's a complicated issue because, like I say all that, but that doesn't mean that these people don't cause genuine horrific harm, right? Right. So, like you know, like there's there is empathy without acceptance, if that makes any sense. Um, and yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and, Just because I, I have said all these things that I don't mm-hmm. necessarily blame the individual or whatever doesn't mean I'm going to like invite him yeah. over for dinner, you know? Yeah, no. And it's like, <laughs> like there are, we need people like not everyone is built for this. Right. Um, but we need people who are willing and able to reach out to these dudes and, rehabilitate them for lack of a better word um and there are are so many content creators on on youtube who are doing just that like right you know you're you're noah samson's and shit yeah um yeah. uh and like hell yes fantastic doing a great job um and uh we also like for the rest of us as a society we need to be um creating a a general like we need to be raising people with care and empathy in mind we need to be allowing people to express their emotions and um you know because like the reason why a lot of these men are so emotionally stunted is because whenever they experience any emotion people are like you're a dude you're not supposed to do that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then like those emotions get bottled up. They they don't stop existing. They just get bottled up and twisted because, yeah. like, if you have no way to externalize your emotions, then, you know, you are your only sounding board. Um, and it, it goes in wild places. Um, this is a long-ass tangent that has honestly kind of very little to do about the song. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think that, like... Like, all of this to say that I was, like, objectively incorrect the first time I brought this song. (laughs) I was missing a lot of perspective. I took the song way too literally, which is something that I did a lot back then. Yeah. Um, And uh, I did not recognize that, like, like, honestly, like, songs like this do have a place in de-radicalizing men yeah there is an element of like being able to turn shitty behavior into a joke lessens Mm -hmm. its power um but like but like there's also like 
to be clear, there's also the like angle that like alt-right people do where they'd like try and turn their shitty beliefs into a joke to make them more socially acceptable. Yeah. So like it's complicated, but like I think that the far side are on on the correct side of this. In the my correct opinion. side of history, for sure. For you know, sure, for at, sure. at the very least, you know, for the nineties. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So like, um all of all of that to say, this is a good song. I was incorrect. <laughs> I like it now. That's yeah. that's my song for this theme. Yeah. It's a chill groove too. <laughs> oh, it's such a chill groove. Like the again, the production is like so good. It's it's a, a, a phrase I already used, but it is supremely listenable. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. Um, yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to my time, my turn. Yes. Uh, which I, uh, I'm going to use my powers of clairvoyance here to look into the future and tell you that we're going to spend a lot less time on my song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on yours. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, I, I, I've talked recently, in fact, on this show about how I used to not like pop music when I was a kid. Pop music and country music were, the, uh-huh. and, and honestly, in rap too, all of it was like I was like rock and roll, alternative, you know, indie rock, basically white boy shit. Sure, um, sure, and. That my eyes were opened over the course of years. I think the first thing that came to me was rap with um with NWA, and then oh okay just sure listening sure. to that like I was like oh wait this is actually tight um okay yeah. I get it then uh pop music with Carly Rae Jepsen um kind of kind of opened up that world for me uh, and it was again it was like through a friend kind of encouraged me down that path and very recently uh-huh. within the last couple of years as i've mentioned i've started to really enjoy country music as well in doses you know i i'm still far away from wanting to like listen to the country station but like you throw a good country song into a playlist or something and i'm definitely not mad about it yeah um, absolutely but pop music um when I did first get onto the CRJ train, I was still foolish. Um, I was because, you know, my thought at that time was, well, I still don't like pop music. I just like CRJ. Like it's, you know, it's just a it's just a, a fluke. Right. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like she makes good music, but pop overall is still garbage. And honestly, pop overall is kind of garbage, but it's like fun <laughs> garbage. You know, uh-huh. like it's good garbage. Like that's yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. Um, but when this song, when I, it was right around that time. And when this song came on, I was like, this is nothing like CRJ and it's really not, but I fucking love this song now. And this is exactly what I mean when I say fun garbage, we are going to be listening to the song into you by Ariana Grande. Oh, okay. All right. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to be real. I, I am, I am, I am not making any, any judgment on this. Um, uh, I genuinely have not listened to a lot of our Ariana Grande. Uh, I haven't like either. I, I've tried some other stuff and like a lot of her songs, a lot of her music is fine. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of her as a person. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. She's, like, uh, she's made some, some choices about, yeah. um, how she presents herself, yeah. uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. She's, hmm. she's fine. 
Uh, her music is pretty good. I think that she's definitely oversold and she is a huge narcissist. Um, but like, how mm-hmm, could you not mm-hmm. be in her position? Uh, that's sure, a whole other sure. conversation about celebrity that we just don't have the time for today. But yeah, this absolutely. fucking song, Jupiter, I love okay. this track and I hated it at first. Uh, but I really didn't. I just didn't want to like it. I didn't. Sure. I didn't want to let it into my heart. So mm-hmm. I. I hope it has that effect on you, but you know, I, I'm not gonna expect that of you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I am going to get into this with open arms and an open heart. Okay, then, well, let's see where it lands. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see where it lands. Yeah, um, absolutely. So the song is Indie by Ariana Grande, and we're going to give it a little listen. So Jupiter, what did you think? I mean, it's it is a bop. It is a bop, though. I I do not think that I would listen to it in my own time, but I was truly vibing. That's a good song. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I'm honestly yeah, like, uh, God, it's been a while since I've listened to it. I used to listen to it a lot more regularly, but now I'm like, I gotta get that back in rotation. I gotta love this track. It's it's so vibrant um, and it changes constantly. Like the way that the voice is layered, her voice is, it's incredible. Like mm-hmm. it, that, there, that's, there's no denying it. And the way that she uses it too and starts to layer it on, on itself and kind of take different takes and kind of the way that it's mixed and produced, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, in my opinion. Honestly, well, yeah, that's that's one of the things about it is that it truly, I, the, the groove and the beat, it just, it just keeps, and the voice layering, it just keeps you going. Mm-hmm. It, it really feels like, um, it's a party night song. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a party night song. It's a song for having a montage where you and your girlfriends are going out to go shopping, to go out for like drinks or whatever, I mm. guess, uh, to Ooh. dance, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry, but you say this and I'm like, you know what? You're right. That is that is what the song was for me when it came into my life. Uh-huh. And now it's like, now it's like my, oh, I'm going to tie my hair back and maybe have a glass of wine and then I'm going to clean the kitchen. Oh, sure. I, I vibe with that. But yeah, I, I that like that is probably a, a good. It was definitely on my you know pre party playlist um, when I had one of those. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah. You know what? Also, I feel like this is a great. Well, I mean, basically, like what you were what you were saying. 
is is that this feels like a great song for cleaning the house. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I am cleaning, I always have something, like, high BPM, uh, groovy, you know, things that, like, that give me a good, like, pep in my step, basically. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, allow for me to, like... You know, dance a little while I'm while I'm cleaning. Keep the yeah. energy moving. Keep it vibing. Keep it good. Um, and like that—that that is a hundred percent the energy of the song. Like easy, easy. Um, and I and I truly love it. That's very good. I don't know. Maybe maybe I will put this on my fucking getting moving playlist. <laughs> Who knows? Um, we'll see. The other, I think. Um, I'm sorry. I was just reading this this little write up on the Genius website about about the song that has. Uh, uh, zero charisma. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, it is the opposite of charismatic. I'm just going to read the first uh, like little snippet here. <clears throat> Into You is an up-tempo, sexy, flirty track. It serves as the second single from Ariana Grande's third studio album, Dangerous Woman. <laughs> okay sure oh, sorry it just really took me out of it <laughs> there was um god i i want to find it again there was a there was a website that me and miles found years ago or whatever that was like truly provided the most wild information about songs i have oh ever i remember heard. you you guys talking about that with the like the cool rating of the song and right the... literally um <laughs> Uh, I, I, I truly don't know what I could do to find it right now. Um, let's just try songraider.com. And if it's not that we're going to give up. Yeah. I, I, I Googled song rating website and I, I, I don't think that I don't think that we're going to find it right now, but nope. I might be able to go back to like one of those episodes if I can figure out which one it was and like <laughs> see if we say the name of the website. Um, yeah, I um, we'll see. But, we'll see. We'll see. Sorry. Yeah. My, my, what I was going to say is that uh, another bonus that this has for the whole um, like cleaning house playlist is that one thing that I think we can all admit that is very fun to do when you're listening to music on your own time is to sing the most interesting parts of it. So if there's a weird trill or like, you know, a, 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 a surprising guitar riff or whatever to like, oh, I know this song well enough that I'm going to I'm going to nail this part when it comes on. And this song is just full of shit like that. Like there's. There are so many, you know, little vocal trills that are specific to the third chorus or whatever. Sure, um, yeah. And uh, so that's just another little thing. I, I know that's an aspect of a lot of songs. It's not exactly unique about this one, but it is something that I enjoy about it. Yeah, it 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 is a good mixture of like consistent and uh uh, uh t- like. Oh God! Like consistent and um, ver- ver- has variation. What the fuck am I talking about? A variable. Very. <laughs> that. Mark. I mean, sure. That that works, I suppose. Um, something that is very important about like these sorts of groove songs is like, yeah, having that good mixture so that you are are able to to it's able to like hold your attention while also just like allowing you to vibe. You know. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah, this this is a this is a good pick. I I extremely vibe with it. Hell yeah. Well, I think that we've done our our duty here, and it's time for us to take a little teeny tiny little break. Is if that's okay yeah. with you, Jupiter? You know what? I I think so. I I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. All right. After you. Okay. Yeah. Let me uh let me just shuffle on shuffle on through. Open that All door. Right. Get get on through. Yep. 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 Go to Soon the break is, room. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> You know the break I room actually... in the art ghost warehouse? <laughs> the break room that's exactly halfway between Michigan and Oregon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Can I just walk over there really quick? Yeah, <laughs> I'll be right there. <laughs> I am approaching your location. And we, and we don't record there in the same room. No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> What what do you think? Well, well, we record the break in there, and then we we walk back, right, and record the rest of the podcast. Um, yeah it it takes six months to record any given episode, <laughs> so be grateful that they're going out in a bi weekly schedule because like it's impossible. It's literally it's impos- impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's thank you the wheel of Discord. <laughs> thank you, thank you the wheel. Thank you lyric. Um, you, you truly carry us on your backs. Anyway, break. Yeah, break. One, two, three, let's go. All right, listener. We're back from the break. We're back. We are, we are in... Uh, we have done the big journey. We are currently in the Art Ghost break room. Uh, the acoustics sound exactly the same. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, and I am uh, incredibly excited to tell you about a little something. Yeah? What is it, Jupiter? Well, uh, this is this is not a thing that is uh, uh, officially affiliated with Mushroom Station uh, at this exact moment, but uh, I'm going to tell you about it anyway, because it is my new endeavor uh, that I am doing uh, uh, right now, uh, which is that I am starting up a brand new Let's Play channel on YouTube for horror games. Uh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, spooky. Ooh, ooh, goodness, goodness me. Oh my gosh. Ooh, goose, ghosts. Yeah, I... Uh, I am I am extremely excited about this. This is something that I've been like thinking about and working on for. Um, well, I've been working on it with a, a couple of collaborators for uh, a couple of months now. Uh, you know, like it would have been you know fairly easy, I suppose, to just like record shit and put it out there. Right. Um, but uh, I am a maximalist at heart uh, <laughs> and an overachiever. Uh, so, uh, we have been, uh, working extra hard to, uh, make this, uh, Let's Play channel something very, very special. Uh, so, uh, I have been working with, uh, my dear friends, uh, Red, who has been, uh, editing, uh, Ross, who I have commissioned to work on the new, uh, key art for the, uh, LP channel, uh, that you will be seeing, uh, soon. And uh, Ryan is working on some music for the intro and outro, uh, which I am stoked about. So uh, it should be launching sometime in early January is the goal. Uh, But if you go over to 
at Jupiter Morningstar. Jupiter, uh, I think you mean early February. Did I say January? Yeah. That's a mistake that I made. I really so hate to cut you off like this, boss. I'm sorry, but... Uh, oh, no, it's okay. I appreciate you. Thank you. All um, right, cool. Back to the work. Uh, but uh, if you go over to at Jupiter Morningstar on YouTube, uh, I'm really a big fan of the at system on YouTube. It makes shit so much easier. Uh, YouTube.com uh, slash at Jupiter Morningstar. Uh, you will find the Let's Play channel and find uh, some... Uh, shorts that are little previews of uh, Let's Plays that will be happening in the future series that I am working on uh, that will be uploaded shortly. Uh, and uh, they all are... I'm trying to make them all like unique and fun and interesting uh, and artistic. Uh, so uh, if you go over there, you'll find some uh, very fun stuff and uh hope you subscribe hope you like the shorts hope you uh comment and get me in that that algorithm and then once uh we launch i hope you'll be excited to check everything out uh so the current lineup uh for games that we're going to start with uh the first episode is going to be iron lung which i'm very excited about and then we're going to go to the 2008 dead space i have not i have the remake but i haven't been able to play it yet uh, and Signalis will also be running. So uh, get hyped for that. And uh, yeah, go go subscribe to me over there. Uh, get uh, get get excited. Get get ready for it. Um, get hyped. This, get hyped because this is uh, going to be my um, my big sort of uh, reintroduction to the internet at large. Uh, this is, this is the big thing for me this personally. This is it for Jupiter Morningstar. Yes. So if you get over there and you comment on the video, one comment equals one, a ni nice little thing you did, uh, for, Ju for Jupiter. Yeah. And would be appreciated. It would be extremely <laughs> appreciated. So yeah. Uh, at Jupiter Morningstar. I'll say this. Yeah. As a, as a internet, um, kind of bodyguard. <laughs> that nice comments only. Nice comments right? only. Nice comments, nice comments only. only, or you're a you're a asshole. <laughs> and and you know what I'm also excited for um, is that uh, when not if this channel blows up, uh, then uh, it'll be able to to funnel people this way as well and. Uh, boost the podcast projects as well, and then they'll, which is great because mm -hmm. that means that they'll get this warning. It's already pre baked in. It's already pre baked know? in, you know. Uh, and you know, like, fucking get get that get that circle of fucking synergy or whatever. I gotta be real. Um, I have been thinking a lot about like because like YouTube kind of demands it. I have been like very um thinking a lot about like algorithm shit and how to how to fucking optimize the retention rates and shit um and like oh my god it is both so boring and so fun if that makes any sense mm -hmm. it's it's like that's math that's math in a nutshell yeah it's a it's a little puzzle it's a little puzzle, uh, and my brain loves a task. So 
if the task is how do I how do I make uh, not only the Let's Play channel but uh, bring up all of my content in in one fell sweep? How do I do that? Well, that's a little task. That's a little that's, task. That's a little task for my brain to chew on. Um, <laughs> so uh, if if you hear me unironically talking about retention rates, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I, sorry. I, I, I apologize. Hey, you know what happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. Um uh so yeah, that's that's where I'm at. But uh 2023 is the year of uh me on YouTube. So well speaking of um, you know, content and retention rates and algorithms <laughs> and everything, I just uh -huh. wanted to step in uh one more time here because we're kind of getting back on schedule and apologize for our extended break. Um our last episode when you're hearing this episode <laughs> would have been recorded uh mid-December and came out um I think two Thursdays ago. Um, but yeah. this one should be coming out on Wednesday, February 15th, and we should be going on a biweekly basis from there again with no foreseeable problems. I am going to be moving this month, but even with that and other chaos accounted for, we should be back on track. So, uh, thanks again for seeing us through it. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, uh, me and Amy recorded a, an episode of Enchanting Aspects, uh, recently that, uh, I think is one of our best ones yet. So, uh, that so will that's be going coming up, up soon too. That's coming up soon. Uh, so get uh, excited for that. Uh, things are rolling. Without further ado, let's let's get out of the break and uh, let's let's dust all the cobwebs off of this wheel. It's yeah. so angry. It's so angry. So let's go ahead and spin the wheel of dis- Hey, what's that? What? Sorry, something just appeared in the corner of my vision. Wait a second. Oh, what? no. What is, is this? Is this the trick that you talked about playing on hold, me? Hold You're on. playing a just, trick on just one, me? Just one second. Sorry. Um, hold on. I'm, I have to- I have to grab something. Um, Jupiter's okay, either playing so, a trick on me or oh, getting gosh, what invaded. Is, what is by, this? Like a SWAT team or something. What right is now. this? Um, it says something. Oh gosh, what's that stink? It says something on the side here. It's the box. <laughs> Jupiter, you had like two months to come up with the name of the call. You came up with the box. It's hey, it's it's ominous. <laughs> It's ominous to just call something the box. You know what I mean? Can, just roll with me here. I'm I'm trying to do a thing here. Oh my okay, god! I'm trying to. I'm trying. You're gonna have to accept the box as canon, okay? Okay. All right. What Jupiter? Let me hit you with this. Oh, what's, what's in, in the, the box? box? Yeah, that works. See, it uh, the the joke po possibility is uh, limitless. Okay. <laughs> So just could you could you fucking roll with okay. me? Okay, <laughs> am I gonna have to find a new like lightning sound or whatever? I don't know. That's up to you. <laughs> um, the box. What's in the box? The box is interesting. It it smells of newness. Oh, something something new is in this box. I can I can tell. It's got a stinky funk and a layer of dust. 
and it's been hiding for decades, <laughs> but the contents are new. That the is creepy. The contents are new, which is weird. Um, and I feel like every time I open this box, something new is going to pop out of it. Mm-hmm. And, well, let me just open this box, I guess. Oh, okay. Huh. That's interesting. It's Magic Hat by the Scary Jokes. Okay. Okay. Great. No, good. This is a good box. <laughs> I like this box. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, The Box. Sorry um, for giving you shit, Jupiter. Sorry for giving you shit, The Box. Let's, yeah. Let's, <laughs> this is good. Yeah, this is good. Um, so, uh, friend of the show and friend of the me, uh, Liz, Liz Lehman, otherwise known as The Scary Jokes, is uh, currently working on... Um, promoing a new album called Retinal Bloom that will be launching uh, March 10th of this year. Uh, and oh my gosh, I am extremely excited about it. I will mm -hmm. be I will be buying the vinyl even though vinyl is a toxic material. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, we bought the I bought the the vinyl of Burn Pygmalion for Amy for Christmas a couple uh -huh. of years ago. Oh, I and uh, I don't regret it. <laughs> yeah, I also have the vinyl for Burn Pygmalion and uh in the vinyl for that there was a um an art a a a, a little like print, art print that was like a perfect square. Uh and I found a frame for it and it's on my wall. <laughs> uh so um, this song is the single, uh, at least so far, it's the only released single off of this album. And I want to highlight it because this is so new. It's seven days old, but it's so new that this is going to be only the second time that I've heard it. Okay. So thank you, The Box. <laughs> Let's go ahead and listen to Magic Hat by the Scary Jokes. good was that or what like like so good like, like holy oh, shit mm, like right mm, like mm, mm, mm. Ah, mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> literally okay so this album is so different so different yeah. from everything they have done before um holy shit i i mean i still listen to uh burn pygmalion like all the time um yeah. i i don't i i rarely listen to albums like in their entirety, all in a row, but like uh -huh. every single time that a, a Burn Pygmalion song comes up, um, you gotta. It's so good. Yeah. It's um, like, why would I listen to one song? I'm just gonna go ahead and listen to the whole thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and honestly, honestly, I, uh, <laughs> I think just based off of my second listen, 
do not take this as a as a solidified firm opinion but just right now in this moment i think that i like magic hat more than every song on burn pygmalion <laughs> like oh man i know i know that's kind of a wild statement but yeah you know i, I don't know if i can go that far i i really liked it but it's it's also it's hard for me to think of Burn Pygmalion as a collection of songs sure. because I've listened to it through uh, so many times. Sure, so yeah, yeah, that yeah, might yeah. be true. <laughs> I don't know. But I, like... I fucking dug it. I, I remember was like reading. I was like watching the lyrics because one of it's hard to say. It's like one of their strongest elements is the lyrics, but more so that Scary Jokes is one of the strongest lyricists in the game, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Oh, so yeah. I was very curious to see what they, they had to say. And then the lyrics stop at like 3.45 and there's still over a minute left of the song. And it's kind of like that in the beginning, too. There's a lot of instrumental. And it's so good. It's so good. Uh, the, last, the last minute of the song, I can only describe as being from a Jet Set Radio future Right, soundtrack. right, and literally. I love it so literally. much. Like, it's, so good. it's such a new direction for them, and I'm just so excited yeah. about it. I want to read um, uh, the description of this album, at least a little bit. Um, maybe I'll just read the whole thing. Uh, journey through the dreamy and sinister psychedelic, psychedelic universe of Retinal Bloom, the latest album from the Scary Jokes. Liz Lemon uh, confronts threats both external and existential, conjuring a set that simmer, simmers with passion and rage. Now, here's what's interesting. Co-produced with Fire Tools, Angel McLeod, uh, Retinal Bloom is the Scary Jokes' most aesthetically ambitious album yet. Yet, augmenting their trademark bedroom pop approach with distortion, guitar, drums, and vintage synths. Yeah. So here's something very interesting is that I think, unless I'm entirely incorrect, this is the first album with a co-producer. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I don't think that I am wrong about that. I believe um, that's true. So uh getting this like getting like another musical take on their already really interesting sound is mm-hmm. so cool uh and like like yeah like that last minute of the song with the like with the it's like a record scratch without a record scratch and it's it's Liz's voice yeah um is so cool and is like something that I never would have expected from them uh yeah, but for real. just and and blown away by it. I, I'm truly blown away by it. And like, yeah, this this is this is gonna be good, y'all. This is gonna be good. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited for the whole album to come out. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited that you brought this song today. Can I take a quick break from all of the accolades that we would pour onto scary jokes for the rest of time, mm-hmm. if possible, uh, and ask you what the fuck is the box and how does it work? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the box is a, a new element of this show uh, that can take the place of the wheel if we so desire. The box uh, is a... Um, each time that it is brought out, it presents a brand new song. Not just new to us, but new to the world. 
Okay. This, What's the time frame on that look like? Uh, I'm gonna say this with, year. I'm gonna say within the month. Uh, two months. Okay. Two months is stretching it, but I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, and uh, this is our way of being able to tackle new music because yeah. that is something that has been sorely missing from the show since the original concept. Uh, that yeah. we had where we had new favorites as part of each episode um, that we haven't done that format in five years. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that this is the way to uh, bring in new music because I felt like, you know, the the award show uh, for 2022 made me realize like we're not we're we're not keeping up with the times and we need no. to. So. Yeah, it's my responsibility as a as one of the co-hosts of the greatest music exploration podcast mm-hmm. in the world that is haunted. Yeah, how are we get, supposed to explore all of music if we don't explore things that are new? Things that are in the box. Things that well, are in I the mean, box. I mean, to be fair, Jupiter, it's been up there for decades. Neither of us saw it. Yeah, no, it, it's sort of like, I mean, what happened was that like, it just sort of like... I don't know, like in the corner of my eye, I just like, I realized that I had, I'm seeing something that I hadn't seen. Yeah. Like I hadn't registered. Like it was just yeah. like in the background. I, I feel like it may have been like an echo of my voice, like ringing in the air saying 2023 is going to be my year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And like what's super interesting is that it's like very intri- intricately carved. Um. But, like, I can't get the dust off. Yeah, it's just part of it. Yeah, like, like I can I can wipe away the dust, but then the dust is just on the floor and there's still dust on the box. Um, what's really upsetting, not necessarily to me, is mm-hmm. that there is still now, there's still dust on the, the wheel of Discord. Um, yeah. And I don't know how we're going to say its dark purposes, uh... If we if we continue to draw from the box, we'll have to figure out that balance. We're, yeah, it's you know it, it can't be every episode, but it's you know sometimes I'm just you know what in between episodes I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take my handheld vacuum and just like really go to town on the wheel, really get it like brand you know I, I'll polish it, I'll um you know I'll really like make it you know good as new. But as we learned, we absolutely cannot touch the thing unless we're going to spin it. Well, me and me and the wheel, it's sort of like, um, you know, it's sort of like how people who have lived with lions can be like safe mm-hmm. with them. You know, yeah. I, I've been with well, the wheel until they're not until they're not. But like, you know, <laughs> like that only happens when when it gets like really hungry. Um, mm-hmm. And the wheel is like pretty hungry right now. I'll give it a little bit yeah. of blood just to just to say that while I'm, you know, yeah. it's sort of like when you're you're like washing a dog in your bathtub and you need to have like mm-hmm. have a toy with it so that yeah you know it has like a stress ball basically um it's sort of like that but i have to give blood to the wheel uh mm-hmm. in order to sate it while i clean it right yeah then so, you have you have your sources for that so oh yeah no like l- i don't literally, think we need like, to worry like yeah too much don't 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 worry about it don't worry about it yeah <clears throat> um, well we hope yeah. you enjoyed the box yeah uh, and what was in it and yeah. oh it's gone Oh, it was, it was, okay. sorry, it was right. In, it's, how do you get, how did you get back on the shelf? 
What the? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> uh, this box is weird. This box is weird. Um, okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the box. Um, that uh, will be a, a, a feature going forward. Uh, so uh, vibe with it or don't. <laughs> I think it's time for us to, to wrap up our show. I'm going to go ahead and pick our theme for next time. Yeah. Which was submitted to us by... Um, I, I wanted to go back through. There's been a lot of good ones that we haven't gotten to yet for yeah. obvious reasons. But I actually want to pick the most recent one on the channel, which was submitted by our mod, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Um, and it's songs your favorite Pokemon would listen to. <laughs> and I'll just I'll just go ahead and say it's just because I want to talk about Pokemon with Jupiter because okay, uh, yes, yes, it's yes, something yes, that yes. we're good at. I want yeah. to get into my comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's good. That's good. Um, I already know exactly what song I'm going to bring. I know for 100% certain what song I'm going to bring. So this is is going to be good. I'm excited for this. Good, 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 good. Um, Okay, it has gotten late enough in the evening. I need to go call my sister. Oh, yeah, I need to go call my sister. Gosh, it's... So yeah, it's been it's uh, been a full it's been a full month since I've called my sister. Yeah, I need to do so that right now. We'll we'll go take care of that, and we hope that you all have a wonderful evening. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>